everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every day at 11 a.m. on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's Morning News interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks again for listening. We're entertaining meets informative. Let me tell you something. This man is so damn funny, it isn't funny. Mark K, you're good to go, man. I would marry me some Mark K. Mark K! A fresh perspective on today's issues. You were doing a great job today, buddy. Mark K is always good in my book. Just settle down a little bit. You talk too fast. Other than that, I love you. This is the Mark K Show. It is very important in a storm like this to keep your pets right at your side because if the water doesn't recede right away and supplies run low, you may have to eat them. Solid advice. Solid advice. I'll take that under advice. Hey, thanks so much for joining me. Uh, this is the Mark K Show. My name's Mark K. It's Friday. Don't eat your pets, folks. Don't don't eat your don't eat your pets. Uh, it's uh, Friday. It's uh, the day before Friday, rather. It's Friday Eve, and we're very excited. We have a lot uh, going on today. First of all, um, yesterday was man. I'll tell you what. It was a crazy day. Who knew that yesterday's show was going to be so entertaining? Uh, you know, I thought we were going to come in here and talk about the weather all day. And golly, what what you know would make me make me slam my head against a brick wall? But we uh, checked in with John Bachman, who we're going to check in with again here momentarily. He and Garrett Biedenbaugh were headed north. They were headed right into the path of Hurricane Florence in the first alert storm tracker. They wanted to make sure they wanted to make sure that they were right there so that they could uh, they could you know cover this storm and all the intensity um, on the ground when it was happening live. So we're going to check in with them, see how that's going. Uh, also, my we checked in with my friends Ivy and Kevin from Wilmington. And Ivy was uh, in the midst of uh, our conversation packing up the children to get them to, uh, to to the middle of the state where it would be a lot safer. But her husband, Kevin, uh, was dead set on staying right where he was. And uh, that was very upsetting to a lot of people. And so we uh, we spoke with both of them, and today we're going to check in with Kevin and see, because he told us by lunchtime today, they would have to make a decision. By lunchtime today, they were going to shut down the city. They were going to shut down all the uh, all the ways to go in and out. And if you stayed, you were on your own. So we're going to see what's going on um, with him. Ariel Nixon will have the latest on the hurricane, which is very exciting as well. We also have uh, we also have an update on some alien activity. I don't know if that's related to the hurricane or not. And then, of course, President Trump making waves uh, before the hurricane based on some of the comments he's been making regarding the last hurricane. You know what it is? It's, I, I told you, hurricanes, they're not just meteorological events. They are also political events. Um, they are events that that affect all of the pol- politicians and the candidates that are going to be running for office. If there's a hurricane in Florida, you know that Ron DeSantis and Andrew Gillum are going to have to answer for it. They're going to be they're going to be tough questions and. Uh, they're going to, you know, be asked about hurricane preparedness and what should you do in this scenario and what should you do in that scenario and and all these all these hypotheticals. Um, if this hurricane hits the coast of North Carolina or South Carolina, which it looks like it's going to do, it is weakening, but it's still going to hit. There will be political ramifications based on how quickly the government responds. 
how the government responds, what kind of aid they're able to to uh, to give to the folks who are affected. The Senate, you know, they're going to have to start voting on this and voting on that and, and all these aid packages, which which um, they're going to need, you know, to boost everybody, uh, you know, back and get them back on their feet. So this is going to be not just something that we're going to watch play out in the hearts and minds of the Carolinas, but also on the political stage. Uh, in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we do have with us from Action News Jacks, uh, anchorman extraordinaire John Bachman, who is in the first alert storm tracker. I don't know. If he, is he in the first alert storm tracker? John, are you in the first alert storm tracker? I am in the first alert storm tracker, Mark. Fantastic. Great. Where are you? Because last time we talked to you, you literally just pulled out of the station. That's right. Uh, We are south of Myrtle Beach, uh, Pauly's Island, Surfside Beach area. Yeah, Uh, we we vacation there every year. I mean, not when there's a hurricane coming, but usually around uh, July 4th. So what are the conditions like? Is the wind already picking up? Is it getting kind of gloomy doomy? It is uh, it, it, it's overcast and cloudy, and the wind is not strong, but it has picked up. It's about six miles an hour right now, so not not anything what we're going to experience in 12 hours, but it is definitely showing the hints of something coming. All right, I was going to say, it's about 12 hours away from you, and that's when it's expected to really make landfall, right? Well, I think it's going to make landfall farther north to us and then kind of head down our direction. Got it. actually some good news, I think, for the, where we are currently because it means the wind will be coming from the north and the west which is over land so the storm surge may be less serious here okay that's great that's great by the way how easy was it to find a hotel room i imagine it was pretty easy huh Uh, actually no because a lot of the hotels have just shut down oh no sent their staff members home so it's not as easy as you might think oh never mind i was totally wrong about that i was totally (laughs) wrong how's garrett beatenbaugh is he like a kid in a candy store I, I'm sure he is. Garrett is farther south than we are. He's uh, down in Charleston, so I haven't actually seen him since we left the station. Oh, okay. All right. Well, you'll, I'm sure you'll be seeing a lot of each other in the next couple of days, and we'll uh, both be seeing a lot of. We'll all be seeing a lot of you too. So now, uh, have you talked to any of the locals? Are there people staying and kind of buckling down? I mean, what's the what's the lay of the land? You said the hotels are closed. Does it seem kind of deserted? It, it definitely is quiet. You, you know, you've vacationed here. You know what it's like in the summer, yeah. the end of the summer season now. But, yes, they have closed down the barrier island of Pauly's Island where all those nice summer homes are. Right. And so they've shut off the water to those areas as a precaution, and they've, and they've closed the roads to get on and off of those islands. Okay. The rest of the area is, I, I, you know, not quite a barrier island, but it's on the other side of the mainland from the inter, over the intercoastal. So it's... Uh, Anyway, so about half the people I'm told by the sheriff's office have left this area, but half of them have stayed. And we talked to a number of them yesterday, stocking up on supplies uh, at Publix. Excuse me. Um, and so they're, they're, they've lived through Matthew a couple years ago. Yeah. I talked to one lady who survived Hugo in 1989, which wow. was a Cat 4 storm. So yeah. a lot of folks here who... Who are going to stay, but a lot of them have taken the warning just to heart and have left. All right, and you're staying there too, right? You're not moving. You're there for the duration. Yeah, we're here. We're gonna we're gonna ride it out as long as it's safe, and it does seem like it's gonna be pretty safe at this point in time, uh, just by the way things are, are going. All right. Yes, we're 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 gonna we're gonna be here and be safe. Any messages you want to send out to your friends and family? <laughs> They're all checking in with me, which oh. is great. Oh, okay, good. All right. Did you now? And also, did you stock up on moose? Because you're, you know, that's going to blow your hair around a little more than you're used to. <laughs> uh, oh, buddy. Yeah. I, 
We're going to be good. Okay, you're going to be good. All right, John Bachman, we look forward to seeing your live reports on Action News Jacks for the next couple of days. Stay safe and, uh, you know, uh, you don't, uh, like, like I said, don't spend too much time outside. And stay near the storm tracker because that thing is fully equipped for any kind of emergency situation. I'm telling you, it's like, uh, it's like something James Bond would drive. If James Bond were a meteorologist, he would drive the first alert storm tracker that's exactly what it's like they even they've what they've done is and they learned this the hard way i mean look this wasn't the first go it was like we're on like our second our second go round. but the first time around the storm tracker had just a regular exhaust system and they drove it into a flood and well that's not <laughs> that's not good so what they've done is they've re they've reconfigured it and they have what's called a periscope exhaust so the exhaust system is actually a big stick or like a big tube sticking up from the front windshield and that's where so now they can drive right into the water they can almost fully submerge it's kind of like a, it's really, it's like a submarine almost um so they'll be uh, they'll be totally fine they'll be totally then they have wi-fi wi-fi uh they got uh, their ipad so they'll be good to go anyway you can watch action news jackson follow both of those um we're gonna have ariel nixon who who drew the uh who drew the short straw i'm sorry who drew the long straw and got to stay here in the studio we're gonna be talking to her a little bit more about exactly what's happening with the storm because it is kind of weakening and collapsing and it's changing direction and it's uh you know it, it's, it's a good thing it's named after a woman because it totally cannot make up its mind that's probably that's probably why they named her florence uh, and then also we uh we're gonna check in with kevin and ivy and see if kevin took his wife's advice and fled or if he like john bachman is just gonna ride out the storm that's all coming up three four oh one oh four five is my number if you want to get in touch with me three four oh one oh four five or you can leave me a uh, an open mic message on our app this is the mark k show on news 104.5 wokv we'll be right back multiple caravans of bucket trucks from i'm taking it electric companies headed north hopefully to help out the folks in carolina Look at that. They're already sending the bucket trucks to help with Florence because they know the power uh, is going to go out and they're going to need multiple crews. You know, that's you know, and that's what I like to see. I like to see that. I like to see the interstate rivalries pushed aside in the time of uh, in a time like this. And, you know, we even like, you know, Florida, Georgia, huge rivalry. But when we needed it, uh, they came down and helped us out. And I'm sure we would do. Uh, we would do the same. Probably not Alabama, though, because, you know, forget them. Three, four, oh, one, oh, four, five is the number three, four, oh. 104.5. All right. So yesterday, uh, we were talking to my friends, Ivy and Kevin. I've known them forever and they've been all, they've lived all over North Carolina. They're currently in Wilmington, which is right on the coast and they are right there in the eye of the storm. And Kevin wanted to stay home alone. He sent his, uh, he sent his wife and kids. Thank you. He sent his wife and his kids out to a safer part of the state and he was going to stay in the house, uh, you know, and, and keep everything safe. Uh, but a lot of folks said, no, Kevin, you got to go save yourself. Don't worry about the property. Stay, you know, your family needs you. Um, we took a, we took a little bit of a poll yesterday and it seemed overwhelmingly that people wanted Kevin to, to bug out. Uh, we've got Kevin back on the phone now. Kevin, what's up, dude? How are you? Uh, good, man. What's going on? Hey, uh, what's the latest? Are you still, uh, are you still at the house? Hunker down. I'm going to ride this one out. You are going to row. Okay, because you told us your decision was going to be made about noon today, and we're about 30 minutes away. So you're 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 there, huh? Yeah, it's not bad. It, I mean, it's just now picking up. I know a couple hours north of there, I getting that front, you know, that spin. But uh, here, it's just the sun was out about 45 minutes ago. Okay, and you got the jet ski gassed up in case you need to make some kind of water exit. Yeah, I got ribs on the smoker. I went to the grocery store to try and get some corn on the cob because I like corn on the cob when I eat my ribs, but they were all shut down. 
they, <laughs> Wait, oh, they were shut. It wasn't that they were out of corn. It said they'd already closed their doors. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I got it. All right. Just, well, listen. Loads of laundry and empty dishwasher and just waiting, and, waiting for it to come. All right. So you're just hanging out in a big house with a bunch of ribs all alone. <laughs> yeah, like a bachelor in paradise. <laughs> you, you really seem to be enjoying. Not, you're enjoying this hurricane a lot more. <laughs> it is what it is, man. No kidding. All right. So now are the kids and the uh, wife—they're all gone. Ivy's out. Yeah, they got over there. Um, the in-laws yesterday. Did the uh, sheriff give you any more warnings? Because we're hearing that you know the governors are saying you got to clear the coast. Are they? Are they basically telling you if you're staying at this point, you're on your own? Yeah, but you know what's pretty cool, Mark? We only live like a mile, half a mile from the Caroline Beach Bridge. Uh-huh. And I, I forgot my boat. I didn't take my curtains off my boat and didn't put my outriggers down and my uh, antennas. So I pull up to the blockade, and um, I thought for sure they were just going to spin me around. Told her what I had to do, and she said, go, go secure your property. I was over there about 45 minutes, but it looks like a scene from The Walking Dead, man. I felt like Negan or something. Oh, yeah. It was I- great. Oh, because no one's there. It's just all like, like totally yeah. wet. It is crazy, man. It's uh, almost eerie, but it was cool. It okay. Was cool. A lot of people taking it serious. Uh, that's great. And by the way, if you were going to tell me, if, if I, you were going to ask me which character you most reminded me of, it would have been Negan. So that was a good call. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, Kevin, uh, best of luck to you. Best of luck to you and the family. We're going to be praying for you and we're going to be thinking about you, okay? All right, man. Thanks for making me famous for a day, Mark. Absolutely. And enjoy those ribs. It sucks that you don't have any corn on the cob, but enjoy the ribs nonetheless. There you go, folks. Uh, Kevin is staying. He's hunkering down. He says the storm ain't going to be as bad as they all say. And uh, he's going to stay right where he's going to stay put, do some laundry, (laughs) eat his ribs, and, uh, you know, just kick it like a bachelor in paradise for a couple days. A bachelor in paradise with a Category 4 storm uh, hunkering down on him. Hey, you know what? Whatever. It's it's to each his own. Sometimes it's nice. Sometimes it's nice to just be alone in the house for a while. 340-1045 is the number. 340-1045. Now, coming up, we are going to have the latest because I've been looking at this uh, storm track. And again, I'm no meteorologist. I'm barely... I'm really an expert on nothing, but I'm looking at this cone and I'm looking at how and it used to go up and now it's coming back down. And to me, it looks like potentially it could turn back south and head down into Georgia and Florida, which could, you know, not give us a hurricane, but a whole buttload of rain. Um, so we're going to talk to the expert. Ariel Nixon is going to join us here in just a minute and we're going to find out what's the latest, when it's going to hit, what it means for us. I know it passed by the coast yesterday. Could it come back down? And then, of course, we got to check on these other hurricanes which are popping up right behind it. Because, you know, whenever there's one hurricane, there's always like one hurricane saying, hey, watch this, I'm going to slam into the coast. And the other hurricane right behind it is like, hey, yeah, hold my beer. And uh, so we're going to we're going to check on that, too, and see what the uh, what the case is for the future uh, for the remaining few weeks here of hurricane season. This is the Marque Show. 340-1045 is the number. 340-1045. Uh, quick break. Some of your phone calls on Ariel Nixon coming up next on News 104.5 WOKV. It is very important in a storm like this to keep your pets right at your side because if the water doesn't recede right away and supplies run low, you may have to eat them. My producer, Josh, just asked me, you know, if I had to eat one of my pets, which one would I eat? And, well, we have a betta fish and three hermit crabs. And I do like a good crab cake. Um, so maybe I would start with them. I don't know how the, the betta, I mean, either way, I'd be, they're not, they're very small. 
they're not in a lot of sustenance there. 340-1045 is the number. If you, uh, you know what? Never, we probably shouldn't take calls on that. Anyway, uh, speaking of the storm, speaking of Florence, we, uh, we have the expert on all things hurricane on the line and ready to talk to us. But hold on. I have to get her, I have to get her anthem ready. Uh, rock you like, uh, hurricane because i promised her every time we brought her on to talk about florence we would play her theme song so ladies and gentlemen please welcome back to the mark k show from action news jacks meteorologist extraordinaire ariel nixon here i am yeah there oh, look you're gonna sing too oh i love that <laughs> <laughs> this is your new karaoke go-to by the way yeah it has to be it has to be or if you were dancing uh, ever on uh, dancing with the stars you'd have to do a dance to this one Okay, I'm in. As the meteorologist. By the way, did you hear Grocery Store Joe is going to be on Dancing with the Stars? Yeah, I don't know. Does he have moves? I mean, I don't know. You watch the show. <laughs> we'll have to find out. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. All right, so uh, we were talking to John Bachman earlier today. He's up in South Carolina preparing for the storm. You're down here in the storm center. What's All right, so what's happening? This thing's like falling apart now, or it's moving south, or what's happening? So it's starting to interact with land. We've got heavy rain bands and really strong winds moving on shore through North and South Carolina. Uh And because it's interacting with the land, that creates friction that works against the storm. So it's slowing down and the winds have weakened a little bit, but it's still a Category 2 storm. And the biggest threats with this storm are going to be flooding from the rain and also storm surge flooding. Yeah. Don't you love it when people are like, oh, it's only a Category 2. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, that's all. What's the sustained wind on a Category 2? Right now, it's at 105 miles per hour. Okay, so that's still pretty fast. Yes. Yeah, okay. (laughs) So now, I noticed that the track of this thing, it used to go like right into North Carolina, but now it's coming back down south a little bit and then going back north. What's up with that? It's kind of going to swoop down through South Carolina and then turn north through uh, the corner of northeast Georgia and eastern Tennessee. There's a cold front that's kind of blocking it, and then it's going to ride north along that front and almost get absorbed by it as it moves off towards the northeast. And then it's just going to be a bunch of rain all over the place. Oh, yeah. Is this going to come back down to us at all? I mean, if it's heading into Georgia, do we get any of the outskirts or outer lying bands of precipitation or whatever you call it? No, even the outer bands are still going to be about 200 miles away from us as we head through tomorrow. So we're on the dry, subsidence side of the hurricane. That means sinking air. That means sunshine and near-record high temperatures for us. The only big concern we'll have is that high risk of rip currents out at our beaches. Okay, cool. So we'll watch the surfing. Are you going to take Winnie out to the beach this weekend? Um, I took her out there yesterday. We did a surf check, and she said she's going to stay on shore and not go in the waves. Yeah, no, I was watching on your Instagram story, and uh, yeah. and I saw the, the two of you. But Winnie, by the way, is her dog. And I saw the two of you reporting, and you, does she have her own Instagram? Is that what I'm to understand, or was that just a joke? That was just a joke, but okay. I do think she should be an official member of the First Alert Weather Team. Winnie First Alert. Are you getting one of those little yellow, uh, you know, uh, Gordon's Fisherman type um Yes, and then get like the, it embroidered with First Alert Weather. I've asked for this, so. <laughs> <laughs> put in, we put in a requisition with Action News. Uh, it's, good, it's in the budget for next year, they promise me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's fantastic. All right, so what else is going on weather-wise? Oh, now let's talk about the other storms, because last we checked, they weren't going to affect us. Is that still the case? Is there something new popping up or? So we have 
Joyce and Helene out over the eastern Atlantic. They're going to stay there. No concern for the U.S. We're watching Isaac as it moves into the Caribbean today. Mm -hmm. It is going to continue weakening, but there is some potential for it to regain strength in the Gulf of Mexico next week. But even then, it's not a concern for our local area, and that's still kind of iffy. So we're going to keep an eye on that one. We'll keep you updated. But at this time, no other concerns. And when does hurricane season officially end? Like, when's the the drop-dead date on this thing? The last day of November. Oh, so we still have some time. We've got some time. Hmm. Is it Remember, true? Matthew hit in October. Oh, yeah, that's right. Somebody called me out because I, I, I used the wrong date. When was Matthew? Was October 12th or 13th or something like that, or was it? Oof. You know, I want to say uh, earlier in the month, maybe in single-digit days, but I, I feel don't like have that one right of us, top of my head. I feel like one of us should have these dates committed to memory. I blocked it out of my memory. <laughs> You know what's so funny is I brought my generator out for Matthew last year, plugged it in, we used it, and I put it around the side of the house because it was full of gas and I didn't want to, you know, put it back in the garage immediately. Mm-hmm. That was almost a full year ago. It's still sitting on the side of my house. Can it get rusty? You have to be careful. Those things are expensive. No, yeah, thank you. I know. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> what, that's, I yeah, know. I, I bought a lot of time. But, uh, yeah, I, I have to go test it out now before the next hurricane. I, hopefully it's, I mean, it's it's like a generator. It's supposed to run in the rain, so I'm, I'm assuming it's protected, but you never can tell. Yeah, check on that. Let us know. Okay, I'll do it. We'll do it. Maybe Winnie can come by. We can do a generator check. <laughs> She's into that as well. We, we could film it for the news. Uh, all right, so uh, News at Noon is your next hit, right? Yeah, I got about 15 minutes. Oh, what are you going to do for the next 15 minutes? Um, I haven't eaten lunch. <laughs> I've been up since 2, so maybe I'll do that. <laughs> I, I, you, you news people get up way too early. Ariel <laughs> Nixon from Action News Jacks. Ariel, thank you so much. Thanks, Mark. And we'll talk to her later, I'm sure. Uh, you can check out the latest. She's here in the studio. She's not like Garrett Beatenbaugh, who's, who's gallivanting all around um, South Carolina. Yeah, I'm looking at this Isaac thing. It's not going to do anything at all. There is, however, here's the big problem that you're going to have. You're going to have Hurricane Florence, or whatever it happens to be, hit North Carolina. And it could be a Category 2. It could be a Category 1. There'll be flooding. There'll be some kind of damage. I think that that seems to be the consensus. And then you're going to get the politics. The tyrannical left cannot wait to say this is Donald Trump's Hurricane Katrina. We're already actually starting to get some of the politics. Donald Trump was out tweeting today about the hurricane uh, that hit Puerto Rico last year and, uh, you know, Irma and how, uh, how the death tolls were inflated and that kind of thing. This is an election year. So don't everything that happens, everything that happens is going to be turned into a huge ordeal. Did you hear about Willie Nelson getting attacked? Willie Nelson, poor 82-year-old pothead Willie Nelson, was attacked on his tour bus because he uh, announced that he was going to be performing at a rally for the guy running against Ted Cruz in Texas for Beto. Beto O'Rourke is the guy. He's a, he's a, a Democrat. He's very popular. And they say he could actually steal the seat away from Ted Cruz. Well, Willie Nelson is going to be at one of his rallies. Word got out, and people started attacking his tour bus. It's easy to find Willie Nelson's tour bus, by the way, because it's the one with all the smoke coming out of it. And uh, But this is, I mean, this is, everything turns political. Um, there's a couple of races that we're going to be watching, too. And, and this hurricane, if it affects North Carolina, could affect some races there. You know, uh, the way that uh, Donald Trump handles the aftermath of this hurricane doesn't just have effects for the people who are, you know, in the hurricane path, 
but it's got effects for us in here here in Florida with a major political election, both for the Senate and for the uh, governor's race that are being fought by Trump supporters and Trump diehards. So it's going to be really interesting to see what happens. Um, you know, I, I don't think I don't think you're going to see Willie Nelson campaigning for for Rick Scott anytime soon. But hey, you never know. Stranger things have happened. Three four zero one zero four five is the number. Three four zero one zero four five is the number. Quick break. Uh, this is the Marcation. We got some more of your phone calls and open mics coming up next on News one zero four point five WOKV. Florence is going to be so ugly. That's why they sent Pretty Boy John. <laughs> Referring, of course, to Pretty Boy. John Bachman, the most handsome news broadcaster uh, in Jacksonville and probably, I would say probably the entire state of Florida. Not many, not many dudes as good looking as him on TV. 3401045 is my number. My name is Mark K. Thank you so much for joining me today. And if you want to send us an open mic message, you can uh, you can do so as well. Anybody that's on the North Carolina coast right now is an idiot and deserves what they got coming. There you go. Nothing like a little anger. Uh, for <laughs> storms bring out the best in people and also the worst in people, don't they? Uh, he's referring, of course, to my buddy Kevin, who's uh, smoking some ribs, doing some laundry, and just chilling in Wilmington, riding this thing out. Uh, a questionable decision, I'm sure, that many people would not make. But hey, he's a grown man, and it's his decision, and it's his choice. It's the United States of America, dadgummit. And uh, you can you want to sit in the middle of a hurricane? That's your God-given right. Three four zero one zero four five is the number. Hey, speaking of which, before we get out of here, uh, it is Conspiracy Theory Thursday, which we haven't celebrated in a long time because basically, well, I forgot. But I'll tell. There's one thing that happened this past week, and I don't want to get all coast to coast AM today, but this is crazy. This is a story I read on CNET. I was looking, actually, fun fact, I was looking up uh, the prices for the new iPhone, which are way out of my price range. So then I was looking for prices of older, and it doesn't matter. You don't care about my, my phone. But I, I found a, a story that about the FBI. And this is really crazy. The FBI shut down an observatory in New Mexico just days ago without any explanation uh and all over the internet there are these stories about a possible alien cover-up a black hawk helicopter and federal agents swooped in and inexplicably evacuated a remote part of new mexico which includes a prominent solar observatory called the sunspot solar observatory in sunspot new mexico now imagine this you're working at an observatory all of a sudden the fbi comes in by helicopter the sheriff is there, and they just shut up. They tell you to evacuate. It's been days now. It's been five days. The observatory website still confirms that the entire facility is closed. Staff are not allowed in the area. The public is not allowed in the area. The sheriff doesn't know why the FBI got it in, involved, uh, and no one really knows what's going on. But as you know, if you know anything about New Mexico, it is alien central. And there are just there are just all kinds of conspiracy theories all over the Internet about what's happening here. Why would the FBI come in and do this? What are they looking for? What did they find? You know, this was this is uh, this is it's, it's, this this whole observatory has a uh, it's got a whole telescope that is, you know, pointed toward the heavens uh, for all times. And it really, you know, really interesting stuff. So if you uh, if you haven't heard about that story, keep an eye on it, because we may we may not only. We may not only need to build a wall along the Mexican border, but we may also need to build a wall 
in space. Space Force. Oh, yeah, or at least the Space Force. That's exactly right, the Space Force. Thank God. It may. You know what? This is interesting because it may be a lot of people made fun of uh, President Trump for saying we need a Space Force. You know, we got the Air Force, we've got the Navy, we've got the Army. What about a, we need a Space Force? Space Force. And he already said the Pentagon is is going to start investigating and we're going get, to start getting NASA, uh, you know, representatives to, to, to build defense systems and, and see how we can best go about it. But by 2020, we will have a working Space Force. And now, just weeks after that announcement, five days ago, the FBI has cordoned off an area in New Mexico, shut down uh, an observatory with Blackhawk, which with military force. Uh, and we don't really and they're not making any comments. There's no comment from anyone in the government as to why this is happening. Now, there could be evidence that we need a space force sooner than later. And I'll be honest, I'm going to watch Donald Trump's Twitter very carefully because, A, well, I always do. And B, I want to see if he is. Uh, gonna if he's making a push for the space force, he may actually mention this incident. He may say something like, you know, I I can't tell you what happened the other day, but it's big, it's big, and we need to make sure that we're not only protected from illegal aliens coming from the south, but also from the heavens. So uh, it's all gonna tie together. It's all going to tie together the the FBI shutting down this this base in New Mexico, the uh, observatory and uh, Donald Trump requisitioning a space force. It's all going to I guarantee that presidents for decades have known what happened at Roswell, New Mexico, have known, you know, about all of these unidentified flying objects, have known about all of these alien conspiracy theories. But none of them ever did anything about it until, of course, Donald Trump, who comes along, uh, is sitting in a press briefing one day or is sitting in a, uh, a security briefing one day and says, hey, by the way. Do those aliens really exist? And somebody says, yes, Mr. President, we do have several alien corpses locked up in Roswell, New Mexico. Uh, they came here in the 60s and tried to, you know, decimate. And he's like, well, we need a space force. That's really the only explanation, isn't it? Anyway, uh, 340-1045. Got to go. Tomorrow's Friday. We'll have the latest on Florence. We'll check back with John Bachman. We will have Week in Review Spelling Bee. That's all tomorrow right here on the Marquee Show. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.